Let's roll. We are live. Welcome to another installment of the Final Scoop podcast. A weekly roundtable of industry-changing, game-changing, universe-altering, trend-setting podcast information, supplementation, all good things. My name is Robert Chinetsky, the supplement engineer. Joining me, as always, is my international band of brothers and troublemakers and Lucas Rakowski, Prometheus Intelligence Sports Technology, Shane Smith, Stack.com, and Robert Samborski, Apollon Nutrition. Welcome, my friends. How are each of you? Good, good. as always. Very Shane's good. Very, Shane is very serious. Like usually, he's he, you look more alert and then just kind of like you're you got like the game face on today. It seems. I look good. Okay. I feel <laughs> well, it's as hot as it was last week. But well, yeah, the past couple of weeks you've been kind of had like this. You can tell it's early for you, or like you're just a little tired, maybe, or, or something like that. But man, we jumped on this right now, and you just you've got like that stone cold killer kind of face. Well, let's going put it on. this way: it's always early. Dude, that that yeah. doesn't change. Right. Whether I show it or not, it is still very early for me. But I uh, just make it happen. Yeah, it's seven eleven where you are now. Sunday morning. Fucking six. Six in the morning. Okay. Well, then yeah, it, it is. That is early then. So, well, thank you for being a trooper then, Shane. Yeah. That's that's nice. It's nice to to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, Robbie Lucas, anything new before we get into the uh, the affairs of the day? Fucking Poland is playing today with Spain in soccer. That's right. My brother was watching the the Poland match the other day. Was it against Poland against Serbia? No, with Spain. No, no, no. I'm saying a, a couple of days ago, Poland played, and my brother was watching the game. Were they playing with Serbia? Slovakia. 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 Okay, yeah. What is the like? How is so? At one time, y'all were all part of the USSR. What for better or worse? So how does what is the the like the mentality towards those other countries? Like, do you completely, despise them? Completely different. Yeah, Plus, okay. yeah, we don't like Russians at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, the I don't only think... the only thing that connects us is vodka. <laughs> that's a good one yeah U- ukrainians hate russians too i think like most countries do yeah very very interesting uh sandy just finished watching a a documentary or uh, i don't know like a travel documentary or some kind of th- information or something called hidden poland on amazon prime and she like they they say how poland has kind of been reshaping its identity basically since the fall of communism berlin wall came down and all of that stuff and how there's there's all these different i guess kind of uh not atmospheres, but like there's, you've, it's got so many different kind of regions and climates and, and landscapes around Poland and stuff like that. So it's she's fascinated by the motherland. Yeah, you know what? Since we stepped into United Europe, things changed here mm-hmm. for better. But nowadays, you know, with the current government and the ruling party, everything is going down so fast. You know, they're like trying to play with our reputation in the world. So. Poland is losing uh, in in many countries, and nowadays we are basically alone, or we are standing with Hungary or like countries that we don't want to hang around. So yeah, it's not cool to be honest, but it is the way it is. Yeah, which area of Poland are you? And so, are you, are you near Warsaw? Or are you near like where in, geographically within the country? I'm closer to Poznan. It's like hundred kilometers up north. Okay, so you're more to the northern side of the country than middle or yeah, southern. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the uh, the documentary that sees and see if they cover that area because she watched it. I don't know Tuesday or Wednesday night, and uh, when I was doing some work. So, 
for the listeners tuning on the live stream, thank you all very much for tuning in. We're on live on YouTube and Twitch. If you like what we're doing, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share the video with family, friends, and loved ones. Uh, you have any comments, questions, queries, or quips for us to answer over the course of the next two hours that we're on, feel free to throw up anything and everything. We have a bunch of topics to tackle from last week's uh, live Q&A session, so we'll get those all answered this week. And anything else, it could be diet supplementation training or just like what's your favorite movie what's what does robbie like to do on the weekends is like long walks on the beach warm bubble baths and all of those kind of things when he's having his toes sucked by a cat all kinds of weird things <laughs> all right brooke yes and so it does begin uh i just wanted to follow up to give a huge thanks to you robert those goodies were things i actually always wanted to try you are welcome brooke uh happy to send you the goodies and, and uh spread some of the uh, supplement goodness around yeah i i want i wanted to jump on just say that your uh package group uh left i wanted to uh ship myself but uh the post lady said that uh i don't fit to any of the parcels so i'm sorry about that but some goodies uh were included so i hope you enjoy we enjoy but the the package will probably travel a bit longer due to the covid restrictions and so on so we got like uh you know postal delays so so yeah but it was shipped so i hope hopefully it will uh get back get to your place quickly there we go. Well, that, that reminds me. Okay, so Russian mail order brides are something that like movies have always kind of hinted at, and like they used to make fun of it on TV sitcoms or something. So they had the Russian mail order brides. Maybe we need to start up the Polish mail order groom service, and you can be like the poster child for it, Lucas. No worries, I'm down for that. <laughs> yeah, for that. That'll work. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah, man. All right. Um, before we get into the questions, let's. Uh, I'm going to clear up a couple of things real quick, and we can open this. I don't want this to dominate the whole show, and I really don't even want to. I was perfectly fine to kind of let this just be a dead issue as it is, um, but there's some uh, things I don't think handled in the best light, and Robbie knows exactly what I'm talking about, as you know, I, I, all of you do. Um, for listeners, the Massive Iron Supplement line is will not going to be continuing. At least my involvement in it will not be continuing. I'm pretty sure Steve is done with it as well. Um, the past couple of weeks, uh, he is, so we started doing these lives for over a year now. We were doing the massive iron lives, uh, Q and A's every Friday and they were going like two, three hours long. We had a good time. We built out a super living today, uh, membership site, which had a form. And so that we had, you know, low to moderate success with people coming in on that. A lot of times they would just jump on, download all the, the training programs Steve had and got rid of it. But we had a, a supplements form and all of those kind of things. Uh, we were kind of in the midst of retooling that. We had filmed some master classes together, filmed some nutrition seminars that were on his site that were up for sale. Uh, and then about four weeks ago, I get a text from Steve saying, hey, I'm really stressed. Uh, I just need to keep it time right now. I've got a lot of commitments on. And he said, you know, don't, you know, don't worry about this. I'm just going to do it solo today. And that frees you up. And he sent me that, you know, an hour or two before the, uh, the live went on. The second week that followed up, the exact same thing. He lets me know. You know, 45 minutes before we go on, he says, I don't want you to panic, but I have to do the live again solo. Stress is getting to me. Please don't take this personally, but I need to keep it. This has nothing to do with you. I just need to keep it about 60 to 90 minutes for a while. Um, and immediately uh, I told Sandra, I said, I'm, I'm not doing the live again this week. And she said, something's up, Robert. That doesn't make any sense that he can do the live and not with you and only keep it to 90 minutes. He said that all you have to do is just tell people, look, we're cutting it off after an hour and a half today. I got to get shit done like I'm doing with you today. I've got to be out of here by three o'clock so we can go do my halfling's birthday party. I didn't cancel the podcast and kick you guys off. Say, guys, I'm just doing it by myself today. Um, so, you know, I thought Steve and I had something good building. The third week came around. 
all I get from a message was, hey, I'm still running the live solo. Please don't take this personally. Um, but it's just, I've, I've got to be done and that's it. We'll set up a time next week to talk. I said, Steve, if you need help, you're stressed. If it's clients that are burdening you, let me help you. I'm here to do that because we had talked about starting up a coaching service together. Um, then I haven't really had any communications from him in the, in the interim. He goes and does the Massive Iron Live Q&A last week and says, somebody asks a question of, hey, where's Robert? And Steve just said, look, uh, oh, I'm not going to I'm not gonna avoid it. You can go look up the video. I've got it pulled up right here. I can play it for you if you want. It says, look, uh, it, you know, it, it's a good thing Robert and I had. It's a good thing. It's just uh, I'm at a point now where I can't spend three hours on YouTube anymore. And so uh, I'm going to talk to Robert and we'll figure something out. That didn't transpire. So then this past week, yesterday, he does another live Q&A and says, uh, somebody asked, where's Robert? Steve said, uh, I don't know. Robert, uh, he just up and disappeared. I mean, like, you know, he he did, uh, dropped off Instagram and he's just, he's disappeared. So I don't know. Maybe you can uh, send him an email or find him on YouTube or something. And he knows goddamn well that's a falsehood because we text all the time. He knows exactly where I am. He knows my abhorrence for social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook. I have no desire to be on them. My business isn't tied to being any of that. And so, you know, I just, that, the, the fact that he's trying to go and, and I wouldn't have said any of this out loud publicly because I do not like to be involved in industry drama. I do not like to be involved with any of these kind of shangs. You have a personal problem. You have issues with a business. Keep it on the business. But the second you try to impugn my character and make me seem like I'm the one dropping the ball and making me look like a slacker, I got a big fucking problem with that. Um, so, you know, that that was it. And so Steve said, look, if I took the same stance as you about Instagram, I, I would lose a lot of income. He says, you're making me drive the bus even more in a time when I said I was out of time. I, at this point, I'm selling those for the creatine and pulling out, to which I responded a very, very long, long post to Steve, a very long message on WhatsApp saying, I, I Steve, it feels like you've been elbowing me out of this for a while. You've been cutting me off the last minute from these live Q&As. We spent, I've invested over a year building this stuff up with you, investing my time. Didn't ask for any payment. I really enjoy doing this stuff. I appreciate you. You've given me a lot of great advice. If he hadn't been the one to tell me to start freelancing more, I'd probably still be writing a price blog, making two cents a word right now. Um, so he was a very, very good friend, mentor, somebody I leaned on, somebody I would go to for career advice and all this other stuff. But when you start putting out these kinds of, uh, you are misrepresenting what's actually going on, that's where I got a big fucking problem with it. So that's clear the air. There is no bad blood with me and Steve this way. I'm leaving it that way. I sent him the message saying, I don't appreciate this. Best of luck with everything. But the, the lines of crap you were feeding me is about why you weren't having me on the live Q&A and the answers you're giving for why I'm not on there anymore. It's not because I disappeared or I did anything like that. I've been here the entire fucking time. You know goddamn well where I am. I've offered help. I've offered to help you with coaching clients. I've offered to, I set up the and broker the introductions for the manufacturing, for the supplement line, did the formulas. Any step of the way where you said you were stressed with something, I was offering to help. Don't go on your channel and for the live Q&As when you've told, and also don't not tell the people listening saying, hey, I told Robert, he couldn't come on this week because I just don't have time and I feel like it's taking too long with him on there. You say anything you want to, but don't misrepresent the facts and just say, well, Robert disappeared. I don't know what happened to him. So, uh, yeah, that's it for everything. I have very many other projects that I'm excited working on. Robbie and I have some cool stuff growing with Apollo. I've got some other stuff working with uh, Condemned Labs and a few other clients. I don't know if I can actually give away their names right now, but there is a lot of good things to come. So that's I just wanted to straighten up any misconfusion. I have not dropped off the face of the earth saying and i've been doing regular live q a's every week just like we are uh justin and i are going to start doing probably a weekly thing again 
Uh, I was talking to Gerhard yesterday. He's gonna be. He's got some cool things in the works. Um, we've been doing live Q and A's. The Supplement Engineer Podcast has been going for two and a half years strong. I didn't drop off the face of the fucking earth. My life isn't on social media. I don't make my business on social media. So to try and cite that as the reason of making him drive the bus and take the lead on everything is total horseshit. You don't want me on the channel. That's fine. You don't want to do the supplement industry anymore. That's fine. We always said we weren't trying to do this to be millionaires. We wanted to make some cool products. And if it didn't sell really fast, then we just weren't going to do it. And just if that's fine, but don't misrepresent it and say, I'm making you do all the work or I just dropped off the face of earth and not do that. I've been working the entire fucking time. Sorry. I'm done now, so we can move on to uh, happier things, gentlemen. Wait, 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 wait. Um, Robic? No. <laughs> remember what I told you? I, 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 just, I couldn't resist. Um, number one, I was falling asleep because fucking went to boxing this morning, and I, I feel like I have a fucking concussion or something. I guess my, I guess my oxygen is not at the level that I want to be. It's con cost, uh, getting old and shit. But yeah, everything, I'm very, very happy to be honest, Robert, that you brought it up and I would be very upset if you didn't because honestly, I feel like you've been taking advantage. I don't know, Steve, so I never talk negatively about people that I don't know because simply I don't know. Uh, however, you know, based on what I heard and better based on what I've seen, I did look into his uh, podcast, the one that you just mentioned, just out of curiosity because you know you're not somebody who I, I consider you a friend uh first and foremost and uh i know that uh you know i've seen the formulas we've seen the formula of the pre-workout you know in initial stages uh creatine looked also awesome uh i know how passionate you are about this and it's uh for you it's uh it's more than just about money i know that you know and that's what we have in common you really are passionate about the industry you like it you like everything that has to do with it and i think that that's why we click so well nevertheless i think what steve did is a dick move uh that's my personal opinion uh just because uh i i don't know the reasons for it i don't know the reasons clearly he has reasons maybe he didn't have it in him to promote it. Maybe he had a change of heart. Maybe, you know, he, he thought of something else. But uh, in, in my opinion, always that people can part ways. There is nothing wrong with it. You know, for whatever reason, even if one of us ever wanted to not do the final scoop, all it takes is just, you know what, because all of us are friends, all it's, uh, it takes is just say, guys, you know what, for whatever reason, I won't be able to continue. No hard feelings. It is what it is. And that's it. And I think right. that's cool. I think that's part of life. Yeah. You know, uh, there is nothing wrong with it. But when you start to disappear, when you start to make excuses, uh, number one, the fact that you're not on Instagram, that's your personal choice and you're entitled to it. Uh, I know that you're not on Instagram. So the only thing that's missing from my relationship with you on Instagram is that I don't tag you. That's it because you're not there. But if I need you, I know your phone number, just like Steve knows, you know, that doesn't hurt the final scoop. That doesn't hurt my relationship, my friendship with you. Your Instagram posts and presence are totally entirely up to you. Uh, is it and good I hardly ever used it. I mean, I just, yeah, is I, it good I, I for business? Many years ago, under you know, his recommendation, a few other people saying, Hey, build your brand out. I just have zero interest in doing it. No, I've never gotten a single client 
before ever using that be, or because I've had a Facebook since its inception back in 2004. It just, I'm no, I don't see the utility just for me personally. That's not the way I enjoy doing business. It can be phenomenally successful for some people and people that can use it to their benefit. Great for them. I just, I've got zero interest or desire to use the, to use any of those platforms. You know what? I talked to a friend of mine yesterday and she told me, well, you know, kind of like brought it up about, you know, there are still people in a world who write letters to each other, like physical letters. Yeah. And, you know, I, I kind of like giggled at first and then I thought to myself, and why not? It's a personal choice how we communicate and how we talk to each other, whether it's through text messaging. I know some people don't like to talk on the phone. They prefer text messages. Yeah. There are others that actually, you know, communicate. I, I have friends that I know their numbers, but for whatever reason, they only communicate with me either through Instagram or through Messenger. It's the preferred choice. So that's uh, that's not an excuse. But I think, you know what? Uh, at the end, and I'm not going to bash him or, or talk negatively about him, but for you personally, considering that the brand was in initial stages, I think this is the best way to do it, and I think you're better off, and you know what? Uh, you you saw his true colors, and like I said, I, like you said, you know, you have a lot of projects pending and stuff like that, and whether you're going to be back on social media or not, it's totally up to you, and you do whatever's best for you. You're an adult. You make your own decisions, and that's it. But I think, you know, what? I actually want to congratulate you on this because I think that what's, whatever happens, I think happens for the best. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like getting in all of this stuff, and I wouldn't have said I'm like, if we just want to say, hey, part ways and be fine like that. But when you start misrepresenting the facts and trying to put it on me saying, I just, that's where I'm going to draw a hard line in the sand say, uh-uh, that's not the way it is. If somebody, if somebody, if somebody addresses or bashes or speaks negatively about you in an open uh, your brand, your name, your reputation, your integrity are definitely under attack. And some people might believe that bullshit and that's never good. It's uh, those, these things should always, even if somebody doesn't like each other, they should be done in private. I, I'm, I firmly believe people should break up. They should, you know, um, um, break the businesses and stuff like that but everything should be done respectfully and it should be done privately there is no need to burn bridges i i'm, I'm a firm believer in that however if somebody attacks your character your business your reputation then gloves are off yeah and i mean i i, I was very professional in the way i responded to steve i said best of luck with everything and i you know i, I disputed what he said that i was making him drive the bus or uh, all that stuff i don't want to get into that i don't want to read it and air that all the all the dirty laundry because it's not necessary uh, but I did want to correct some of those uh, falsehoods that were put out there. So, um, yeah. So we can we can move on to bigger, better, more enjoyable topics. Let's go, Brooke, uh, Lucas. Thank you. I want to say that we can fit you in a box. Don't let the post office tell you how to live your life. Amen to that, Brooke. Yeah, Lucas. We'll find a way. We'll find an extra special polar size box for you. Yeah, heavyweight pigeon or something. Yes. Or do you identify as a Polish person? Polish man, do you identify as Polish or do you identify? <laughs> yeah, of course, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of being Polish. Uh, subs on deck. When is the ingredient panel going to drop for Assassin version 7, Robbie? I believe sometimes next week uh, Shane will, uh, will reveal the panel and all the details. Drop the hammer. Hmm. Yeah. More podcasts? Hell yeah. Yes, exactly. More in the works. I'm going to back the brains, not the pretty face. I don't know if that's like a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, I, I do my best. I'm, wor I'm working on this useful beauty. Maybe I'll start wearing some makeup or some, some eyelid liner or something like that. 
not really. You need some CBD or GABA. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so let, let's talk about that, Lucas. That could be, before we jump into some other questions, that's something new you've been experimenting this week was the uh, oh, yeah. GABA. Yeah. So how that's much, uh, go ahead and like just, I guess, tell everybody what you're, what you're doing as far as the protocol, um, where you first got the idea to do it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what? I was like just googling as usual and just found found some uh, some research, mm -hmm. and I started to like dig up more and more and more, and you know, and after like few publications, I decided to give it a go. Yeah, I'm still I'm still you know not believer, but at the same time, you know, after like few days, I feel so good that I just wanted to uh, share. Uh, Shared the protocol with you guys and decided to like what's up you on the forum and just just let you know my thoughts. So yeah, I've been I've been using GABA for past like four or five days now, I believe. Mm -hmm. The protocol is pretty simple. So I take uh, one gram before trading, one gram after trading, and two grams before bedtime. Mm -hmm. uh, my protocol is uh, that I'm doing a time restricted feeding. So basically, I try to fast every day for like, it depends on my schedule and work days and so on. But it's step, it's around like from 16 to like 18 hours. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. once I woke up every day at 5 a.m., I go straight to the gym, work out. After that, I go to I go back home, you know, do my do my thing, start to work. And then I eat my first meal. Mm -hmm. So it takes a while, you know, but usually it's around 10 a.m. when I like break my break my fast with my first meal, which is my post-workout meal as well. Uh, so I have a, a plenty of time so I get, you know, my GABA and so on. But for this past uh, four days, I really enjoyed the, the effects. The first thing what I've noticed was the, the calmness. I was mm -hmm. super calm at the gym. I, I was not aggressive at all, but at the same time, I was super dry. And I was like, it's it's not that I was like focused or anything like that, but it's it's definitely this this different feeling. So yeah. I've noticed it straight away that it's something different, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, post training, uh, I've noticed as well, calm, super relaxed, just like nice vibes, you know. Yeah. You, you love people basically. When I was like going back to back home, you know, I was like, oh. Life is beautiful. Everything is awesome. So, yeah, man, it was like I need it was to so good. take some of that. Yeah, it was so something good, you know. It was like just from grams. I was like, yeah, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. And I at first I, I thought it was like just like placebo effect or something, mm -hmm. but the, the the situation repeated itself for like past four days now, and you know I sleep like a baby. Yeah. Uh, after like two grams, I just like knocks me. Up down, you know, and yeah. at the same time, my, my Fitbit because I, I wear my Fitbit every right. day, uh, so it uh, scans my, you know, sleep and so on. Right. All the markers improved as far as the deep sleep and the REM sleep as well. So yeah, so far so good. I've been loving it, and it's just like less than a week now, but um, I'm 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 really really excited about about it. This experiment. So yeah, man. Yeah, cool. And so that's what that's what was one of the things because I know you, you track most of your data, and I, I was assuming that were you able is it showing? Because uh, we we typically see GABA as in sleep aids or 
you know, I think Shane has maybe touched on this. Like you take too large of a dose of Gab and it feels like there's a, like you depressed breathing or something. Is that you that said that Shane? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere around like maybe three to five grams. Mm-hmm. I think I've had that. I mean, it, it, it just happens almost every yeah. time. But if it's a yeah. small dose, it, it, it doesn't like, it just doesn't happen at all. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's, that's interesting, Lucas. I wanted to see if how it would uh, affect your sleep numbers, if anything. Um, as far yeah, as I can, the, de- uh, I can definitely provide you the the full data because I'm 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 just like testing my all my you know markers as far as the from blood to uh, <laughs> to to sleep. So yeah, man. If you need any yeah. any ex- additional data, I can I can provide you no problem at all. That could be a cool thing. We could do a. I don't know. We could do like a, a case study or something. We can put it up on the uh, the supplement engineer website, and we can just kind of get a, like a track of your data, and we can make like a little running of it just to kind of see, you know, supplements in that. practice. Yeah, man, I'm down for that. Okay, cool. Let's, we'll we'll talk more offline about that, and then I don't want to uh, sure. go down the wormhole. Uh, one of the things, and so for the listeners might be wondering, why the hell would you even think about taking GABA pre or post exercise or anything like that? Uh, there's a 2019 study that is titled Oral Supplementation Using GABA and Whey Protein Improves Whole Body Fat-Free Mass in Men After Resistance Training. Uh, so what they did is they had a group of 21 healthy men and gave one one group either 10 grams of whey protein or the other group 10 grams of whey protein plus 100 milligrams of GABA. Uh, and it showed that growth hormone concentrations were higher in the whey protein and GABA group after 12 weeks of training compared to the whey protein only group. Um, and so they concluded said the GABA and whey protein combination was more effective for increasing whole body fat free mass. Uh, daily GABA supplementation may enhance exercise induced muscle hypertrophy. Um, the interesting thing here, let me share my screen uh, and we can kind of take a second to go through this, this study for everybody. And let me know if it doesn't show up properly. Okay, here we go with that. Okay, so the key thing here is that it shows there's a, there's a couple of things that immediately jump to mind. Uh, first off, they're using, a, I would I would term it a suboptimal dose of protein. So usually you want somewhere between 20, 25, 40 grams of whey protein post-training because that maximally stimulates uh, muscle protein synthesis in the body and there's not much to supplementing over and above that. Like it's mTOR and all that is maximized at probably like that 40 gram cutoff range. So anything above and beyond that is just going to get metabolized and converted to something else. Um, so I find it interesting in the study that they didn't at least use 20 grams. I'd be very curious to see what the difference in the gains were with maybe 25 grams of protein versus 25 grams of protein plus the 100 milligrams of GABA. But at least they had, you know, it wasn't just a placebo. It was whey protein and GABA against, you know, just whey protein. So that's a good thing right there. Yeah. Um, but digging through the data, the, the total protein intake for these guys is horrendously low. Like, Average day, they're only taking yeah. 75 grams of protein per day, plus or minus 24. So they could be taking as low as 50 grams of protein and as high as 100 grams of protein. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really, really low on the spectrum. What, what, how much were these guys weighing? What was their average body weight? Press Body composition. So they weighed... So they're barely eating one gram per kilo of body weight. Of yeah. protein when typical recommendations are 2.2 grams per kilo to, you know, or anywhere between, you know, 1.8 to 2.2. Mm. So, I mean, they're, it's, they're, they're below the, the optimal daily dose of protein for maximizing muscle growth. Um, and then 
the other thing is is this it said uh whey protein plus GABA group exhibited greater increases in whole body fat-free mass than the whey protein group but there was no significant group difference in arm or leg lean mass mm. after 12 weeks so that's what I'm, I'm curious about so the whey plus growth hormone group gained more fat-free mass but they didn't necessarily gain more muscle. So does that mean they're just storing more glycogen possibly? So the growth hormone isn't necessarily, or the the GABA, which is increasing the growth hormone concentrations, is it making your body just enhancing glycogen storages? Because it's not actually increasing the uh, the biceps or the, the quad size. And those were the, the main exercises that they were doing in here was uh, leg press. Um, you know what, maybe at some point it can, because, you know, as we all know, the, the growth hormone can, you know, increase your insulin sensitivity in your muscles. So that's right. probably why you yeah. store a bit more, a bit more like more nutrients in the muscles instead of fat. So maybe yeah. that's why. And I think that, cause that's a, that's a very, I guess, key point to understand is that yes, they got better fat free mass, but their, their actual muscle size, the, the lean mass, arm and leg lean mass wasn't totally different although maybe they got more gains in their chest and back or something because they did yeah. a leg press a leg extension a leg curl a chest press and a pull down mm. um were the five exercises they did for doing their strength testing yeah that's yeah. it's interesting it's interesting but this is, there is a the reason why they would uh, why they would feed them less protein is it like show is like a it leaves it more room to show how much it works or i know i'm uh let me see if i can pull up where it said about for as far as the diet stuff, maximal strength, uh, dietary intake. There were no significant intra-group or intergroup differences in dietary intake values. Uh, so baseline, baseline energy intake for the whey protein group was 2,100 calories per day, plus or minus a thousand. So you could have had some people eating only 1100 calories and some people eating it upwards of 3100 calories uh that's so some like, some people may may be on the deficit and some may be on uh calorie like a mass building phase or something like that right yeah uh, i mean it's that's weird i, it, I wish the diets were, were a little bit tighter control that could have helped too Olympus yeah. put GABA in their protein, didn't they? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and this was the study that they were citing on it. Because pharma GABA, the, the same form of GABA that they had in that protein, uh, per, uh, performed this study. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, that makes uh, sense. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's the same kind of this. Like, this study in particular reminds me a lot of the Velocitol data. So, it you know, it increases protein synthesis. What was it, like 200% or... 100% or something like that. Doubles, doubles the power of your protein. Right. And, but you look at the studies and it says, even the researchers say we're using a suboptimal dose of protein. They were doing feeding people six and a half or like 6.25 grams of whey protein. And then you shot a huge thing. So maybe those other things are helping you get more from, you know, a suboptimal amount of protein. So where it could be beneficial, maybe in a vegan protein powder, or if you do like a, an EAA formula or something like that. But if you're giving somebody a high quality form of protein, like if they given these subjects 25 grams of protein, I, what I don't know if you would see that much more benefit or if you took, you know, the 2.5 grams of velocitol with a 25 gram scoop of whey protein, are you really going to see that much more? Is it actually going to double the power of whey protein? It's all with, in regards to a suboptimal dose. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just, it's, it's interesting stuff that I would like to see further explored. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I think it, it, it's a little bit inconclusive because at the end of the day, we don't know, um, you know, we, we don't know the um, all the details about these individuals. Like, we don't know, like, maybe some of them are taking creatine, maybe some of them don't. You know, maybe some of them take, because uh, it doesn't specify, anabolics, maybe some don't. I mean, we, we really don't know all the ins and outs. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, the body types, uh, the genetic pool, there are so many variables that go into it. That these studies, I mean, you really have to monitor it and to see, I think, a little bit more, and it has to be a little bit more conclusive. Um, it just, I, I think that it's, uh, I think, I, I think it's definitely positive, but it's not, uh, you know, it's it's not something that you can like firmly say that this is accurate. Yeah. Um, it says we included 26 healthy, physically active Japanese men who did not exercise regularly. That doesn't make sense. And, active and, and look at the, look, well, then they're not physically active. Well, but also look at the ages, 26 to 48. 26 year old man has a lot more on average testosterone and, you know, hormonally superior to somebody who is 48 or 46. Right. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, they're not average 26 and 48. Definitely not. You know, you can't put them under the same umbrella. They're completely different. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think it's, it's an interesting concept. I want to see it further studied. Like I want to see it like, this is what I love about the sub. Like there's, there's, I'm, I'm kind of conflicted because overall, I don't think the, the quality of the study is all that great, but the concept that they are investigating, I think is, is really cool. So could there be some other things that we could use in combination, you know, with whey protein to potentiate its effects further? So we know resistance training does a really good job of stimulating protein synthesis in the body as does the ingestion of protein. And then when you combine those two, you get an additive effect. Is there something else we could add to those two factors to even amplify the, the gains even more? And so maybe doing some GABA could, but again, the study had a fairly large wide gap. It didn't really control for diet. Um, they weren't resistance trained individuals. They weren't consistently training and they used a suboptimal dose of protein. So, you know, if we can increase, you know, optimize around those four factors in a future study, I would love to see that and see if, if it's possible. So I saw some papers that were without like uh, whey protein, just GABA uh, pre and post training. Mm -hmm. uh, so I will uh, provide it to you uh, post uh, post podcast. But you know what interests me as well is this is this cor correlation. You know, and I also think that you know it's cool to experiment to do the, this kind of research. You know, Absolutely. plus plus you know what I think that. Uh, my protocol is a bit different because I'm doing the, the fasting training. And I mm -hmm. think that uh, by, you know, fasting for like 16 hours, you know, post post night and going straight to the gym, you know, my growth mm -hmm. hormone bit will be will be probably elevated. And due to like training, it will also like increase. So with the GABA, maybe it will also uh, get increased. So it's something to, to, to reconsider. But, but yeah, I'm... I like to, uh, you know, experiment with myself. So using different dosages, different uh, types of ingredients. So yeah, I'm I'm yeah. excited about it. Yeah, it's fascinating stuff. I mean, like Lucas, you you remarked on the how chill and calm and just happy you were with it. Um, doses as low as twenty eight milligrams have shown to have a calming effect on there. I'm I'm trying to see what some of the other doses like the the doses I'm used yeah, to seeing in sleep yeah. are like between one and three grams. Yeah, like. As I said, you know, before that, you, you definitely can feel the, the calmness effect and the, the relaxation definitely kicks in. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, early in the morning when I take my, my one gram, 
I feel like I feel sharp. Yeah. I don't feel like sleepy or anything like that. I remember like we revisited one time a pre-workout that had GABA in it. Mm-hmm. I remember we did it on the podcast and I was like laughing my ass off because I said, GABA, what the hell? You know, it's like theanine yeah. will like get me sleep. But right. now I think that there's there's something in it. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Coaching? Isn't GABA the one that's used for uh, ADD? Like they prescribe it at high doses? Do they? That's interesting. Let me look that up and see. I'm not I actually sure. Looking, I remember looking it up and they were saying that it goes high as 10. 10 grams? Yeah. Low GABA that's levels what, are associated well, that's with That's probably spreading through the entire day, right? Not one dose. Sure. I don't know. I just remember looking it up because I know it's uh, illegal in New Zealand. GABA is illegal? Yeah. It's like a class C drug or some shit. Interesting. Uh, but so that's what can... that's that's kind of why I stumbled across it because uh, I, it is it is GABA, isn't it? Mm-hmm. GABA. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That they were prescribing for ADD. Whoa, fascinating. I mean, there's some studies I'm I'm looking through right now. It says it. I thought it was. GABA I thought it was ADHD. because it was the because it was the commonest. Mm-hmm. Because when you go to sleep, because it doesn't, I've never had that. It hasn't really ever made me tired, but the act of making you relaxed at nighttime would make you tired anyway. So that's why my perception was always that it just made you like relaxed. And when I read the ADD thing, I was like, well, that makes sense because that's what they would probably need was to calm down. Calm down, yeah. Or Or just like think slower or less. And no. that's why I was like, oh, that's probably why it's for sleep. That was, I mean, I, this is the shit I looked up like 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, I never used 10 grams. I think the highest I went to was four or three, four or five or some shit. Mm-hmm. But I didn't notice too much difference between three and five, at least at the end of the day. I, I, I uh, between one and three made me very, very relaxed and calm. And I think it's, I mean, personally, I think it's great, you know, for, for sleep. I especially I remember combining it with uh, valerian root, and I really really enjoyed it a lot. But yeah. going, uh, I think I went uh, to five once, and uh, I think uh, what Shane said, uh, it made me feel kind of like like that. I would say like, I, it, as much as I don't want to use the word, but it was closer to depressed, like like really really down and mm-hmm. kind of. Um, I wasn't sleepy. I was more like weak and tired and uh, just like, you know, didn't feel like doing shit. And it was like, like I said, it was kind of like a depressed kind of a feeling where you just want to sit down and to be left alone. I, I can't say that it was a good feeling, but I definitely wasn't like sleepy, just like seriously was exhausted. But uh, one to three grams, I felt like, you know, uh, it helped me relax, uh, calm and uh, I... I think helped me like, you know, sleep. So I really enjoyed it. Like, I think it's a very, very relaxed. It's again, that's the way it worked for me, but going uh, past three, somebody mentioned five and I think I tried five once, maybe twice Mm -hmm. and didn't like it at all. I'm gonna have to experiment with it some more. Uh, Robbie, for the sleep formula we were working on, did we put GABA in there or not? Yes. Yeah. Got some in there. We're gonna have to revisit that one and see. Um, what is going on, Sean? Hello to my favorite folks. Uh, Lucas, oh, yeah. it's soccer day. Or, do you say soccer or you say football? Soccer. 
You say soccer? Okay. Yeah. Trader. Trader. <laughs> Where's your you know what it, so You know what it is, Lucas. You know what it is. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's, it's, it's football. It's all, Everybody it's always, calls it fucking always, football. Always yeah. was and always will. Football. We don't we don't use the the word soccer. The S word in Europe. Y'all don't yeah. use the S word. Definitely yeah. don't use it in the UK. I don't have a t I don't have a t shirt. Plus, you know, as far as like uh, football, I'm, I'm not a big like you know fan. So I gotcha. Uh here we go. Brooks switched over to Twitch now, which reminds me, right? So I said earlier we're streaming on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, for any of the listeners that are trying to submit questions, if it doesn't seem like it's populating in YouTube, jump on over to the Twitch side. That seems to be less restrictive as far as getting your questions into the feed and all of that stuff. Uh, we're talking about pretty faces, Shane, is what Brooke is referencing. Pretty faces for the podcast, you said. It was a compliment, Shane. I meant that a brand should be carried by the formulations, not the models. You are all beautiful. My eyes burn with the beauty. Goddamn. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. Goddamn. Yeah, buddy. Sprinkle. Thoughts on cupping? I mean, what are we talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask exactly the same question. Cupping, you know, what, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, we're talking about, what are we, what are we talking about? <laughs> is this one of them questions or is this something else? Yeah. Well, we're going to let you lead off the, the response. What do you think of it when, when we talk about cupping? Are you a fan I mean, of I cupping? I'm immediately thinking of cupping someone's nuts, but I don't know what, that's what I, I don't know. I'm assuming they're talking about the cupping as in the medical the shit. Yeah, the 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 sports therapy time. <laughs> yeah, I've never done that. Cup cup my own nuts, but you know. Either way, <laughs> you're yeah, you, you know what the the cupping of the nuts is also like a treatment at some point. Yeah, it's therapeutic. <laughs> Keeps you calm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either, I, 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 I would I would actually argue that it's a better therapeutic version than the one that I think Sean implies. <laughs> well, depends, just, depends who's doing it. That's true. That's true. Very it, true. It can be applied to you gotta have the just the right amount of suction in there and just the right you know if if you cupped because if it was just some random person cupping my nuts, that would be it all tense it wouldn't be relaxed it's yeah yeah that's the area you want to be very very gentle with yeah. yeah instead of what about instead of hands what about glass bulbs that are heated does that cupping feel better would you be would you feel better with glass bulbs used doing the uh cupping the fuck you about? Oh, is that yeah, what they you, use for the sports one yeah, yeah i i think oh. you know what i mean i had no idea oh yeah i i i think everybody i mean you go on social media uh, not that Robert would know anything because he doesn't have one, but uh, you know, I mean, on social media, pretty much everybody does the uh, copying, not the good one that Shane implied, but uh, you know, the more traditional one that is uh, meant for Instagram only. Uh, and I see everybody's doing it, but the thing is, like, uh, not to offend anyone, but at least are like sheep. One person is doing it, and everybody is following it. I mean. It doesn't really matter whether it's beneficial or not. Most people will say it's beneficial and they get something out of it, even if they don't. Um, you know, I, I I think it was done to me once when I was a kid, when I was a child. Uh, but uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, uh, I just 
I don't know. Like, I, I prefer the sexual cupping, to be honest. I think it's just more therapeutic, and you definitely get some kind of a outcome out of it. <laughs> you know, there is there is almost a guaranteed result. But with this, I don't know. All you do is like not you if look, you take lines, man. Not if you uh, take lines. Yeah, but with this one, you walk around like a fucking tiger on your back. You know, like fucking spots and shit. You look stupid. You know, like fucking like somebody painted you and did the very poor job. But the copying in a more traditional sexual thousand year old way. I think you get more of a benefit, definitely outcome, and both partners can be benefit from it. You were talking about protein intake. Here you go. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck is the protein intake is probably a bit much. <laughs> well, I didn't say suck your own dick, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh my god. <laughs> Shit, I just realized my daughter is watching this sometimes. <laughs> she is? Unfortunately, yes. Well, Shit. Did she she's 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 of, of an age. She's older, on the older end of the spectrum. Oh yeah, she knows this shit, <laughs> and I she mean, lives with you. She knows what you're like on a day to day basis. Ah, she she she's used to hearing more complicated things than cupping, <laughs> and I mean, and I mean in a more traditional way. Oh, yeah. uh, Sean, any other questions regarding cupping, sucking, uh, and other and outcomes? You know, and and outcomes. Yeah, because I have never. To be honest, I've never had the cupping done. I I do use that, uh, you know, those the the Theragun thing. Oh yeah, thing. That shit, I actually really think I like. Yeah. Well, I mean, just from like a like the scientific nerdy kind of point of view, the, I think the benefits of cupping is it would it increases like circulation of that area. So I don't like removing yeah. toxins and all like the, the frou-frou granola shit that they promote about it, but actually increases circulation there, gets more blood flow, nutrient delivery, all that kind of stuff. So that could, you know, facilitate greater recovery. Um, but do I think it's like magically like whisking and like bloodletting or something like putting leeches on you or they sometimes they have this wet cupping thing where they do like small incisions and try to bleed out the toxins. That, no, that won't do. But the act of like actually like oh, getting the suction on there and then taking it off uh, gets this, forces this rush of blood to the site that could help with it. So... I thought no, that was the whole idea. What was is there is there another way that No, I mean that's that's the main thing of it. Oh yeah. That's what that's no, how you, I understood you, it. You don't cut you don't you don't cut the skin. In in some old practices of it there is wet cupping where they used to do like a small incision and let a little bit of blood pool on it. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, exactly. In Poland I remember we they they did the the cupping mm -hmm. for the for the ill people. So they basically did it only on the back, yeah. and they used the um, the fire, the fire, and the, you know, and, uh, yeah, it burns off all the oxygen in there, creates that suction yeah. effect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then as it cools, it you know the the pressure and changes and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Brooke's sister is a cupping specialist. She's also a masseuse. She says that people really see benefits from cupping, especially athletes with tight muscles. There we go. 
But I would have thought it's just the result of a game bringing circulation to the area. Because I yeah. thought that was kind of the whole idea but behind massage as well would be mm -hmm. to loosen up but also yeah. yeah, bring attention to from the body. Yeah, agreed. I mean if if you've got a if you've got the money and the time to, to try cupping, go for it. I mean it, it sounds uh you you can even try it. It's it's a uh, you know uh, I, I'm it's a the, fan of the foam roller. It's the same thing as the um, what's that electric thing? And you put it on, and it kind of uh, they would attach. You you know the the tens. I don't know machine. what kind of kinky stuff you're into, Shane. I mean, I know what you're talking about. The, you yeah, know, the you must have come across it. They they uh, they recommended for pregnant women as well to uh, help relax the back muscles when they do. Um, uh, when my wife was, uh, I think they were using it. It's, it's kind of like to relax for contractions or some shit. I know that they recommended it. Um, obviously not at the later stages, but mm -hmm. earlier near the end, they, uh, yeah. And it, that, that, that's the whole concept as well as much the same as like they would pretty much whatever muscle you'd attach it to, it would yeah. kind of send mild little shocks to it. And then oh, like a TENS unit? It. Is that what you're saying? A TENS unit? Yeah, that's what I said, a TENS machine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't hear you say yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Same kind of philosophy thing, but... Because yeah. I remember I was with my um, uh, my father-in-law, and his uh, his mum has it. She's old as hell. And he was like, oh, yeah, she puts her feet on... It's like a, one of those feet machines, and she, she has to turn it up really high. And I'm like, well, of course she has to turn it up high because she's old as fuck. But he was saying how like her pain tolerance must be real high. And I was like, it's not that it's fucking high. So she yeah. has absolutely zero feeling in her feet, whereas a younger person obviously has circulation. Yeah. But um, yeah, I always thought those were the th those were the ideas behind all of those methods was to just, you know, hammer the muscle, bring focus from your body to it to just help mm. with recovery. Yeah. Sounds like witchcraft to me. Who even came up with the idea? I have no idea. Or like the Theragun. Who would have thought of the the Theragun or any of the the other weird little uh personal torture devices that get created. The theory gun makes sense. It's just a massage gun. Yeah. But the cupping thing, maybe, I reckon, maybe, maybe back in the day someone was doing like, like giving like a hickey or something. I don't know. You know, somewhere on the body. And then the next day they were like, damn, I feel way better today in that area. You yeah. Know? And then cupping was born. Who yeah. knows? Subs on deck is not a fan of cupping. He prefers deep tissue massages. He owes more benefits than cupping. It could. And if you yeah, go to the right masseuse, it could too. definitely yeah. lead to better endings and better outcomes. <laughs> it's all about the outcome. Kuntal. I could easily pull that off by including tofu, tempeh, seitan, fake meats, lentils, pea, rice blend, protein powders, etc. I think he's referring to the, the low uh, protein intake from the GABA and whey protein study that we were talking about. But, I mean, he could, he, you, you could easily get enough protein in a day doing a vegan diet especially if you got some decent plant proteins in there or plant protein powders um but i mean 70 grams it's still i mean that's that's just super low wow well, even it's for always, women it's always funny to me when vegans say fake meat <laughs> yeah I, i'm just curious like you, you're trying to eat as whole, super whole and clean you know as food diet as possible then you're willing to go for these hyper processed fake meats why not just you know, if you've got concerns about the ethical way that animals are raised, or you don't want an animal harm, 
What about something like free range chicken or grass fed beef or something like that? Some of like these like pasture raised animals. Are you okay eating those kind of meats? Is that, and that's just, that's just a kind of a question in general for everything. What if, what if you raised a cow on your own, you let it just out to pasture and then you just got the milk from it. Is that, and it's living a nice happy life eating grass and whatever the hell else, daisies and whatever the hell else cows eat. And you just yeah, you know. got out there and you, you milked it. Milk it up. So, I don't know. That's a, that's that's an always a, an interesting uh, discussion I would I would like to have. I, I I agree. You know, I I think that's that would be a phenomenal discussion because yeah. you know I mean, um, you 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 obviously you know we all fans of bodybuilding and mm-hmm. um, you know when it comes to bodybuilding it always like made me um, made me think about this like who are the most popular bodybuilders and I'm not talking about like Mr Olympias or anything like that the most popular bodybuilders are always the freaks. The freaks, the biggest, the hardest, the freakiest bodybuilder, that's typically the most popular. You know, I mean, you had Marcus Rule from Germany, who was just gigantic. Um, you know, Big Rami is obviously big, Rolly Winkler. All those guys are big, and they have fans all over the world. You know, people that are trying, you know, to, to they, they, they take bodybuilding just because they, they have the, uh, you know, idols, so to speak. But yeah. then you have, uh, and again, this, the, the, it's it's not even criticism, but like when it comes to vegetarians, like you said, you know, they all have their own reasons for not eating meat, and I respect that because you know everybody is entitled to do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. But bodybuilding, at the end of the day, it is about like I mean, what what is the most common thing that you will hear about bodybuilding? It's working, working out, eating a lot of meat. That's like very very typical to yeah. pack on as much size as you can. Uh, and anabolic steroids. I mean, those are the three things that usually come up with bodybuilding because, you know, even if you're not, if you don't choose to do what they do, but those are the three things. But then lately, especially in the last couple of years, I see a lot of bodybuilding fans and bodybuilders saying, you know, in their profile or something like that, you know, I'm a vegetarian, you know, they emphasizing it, but the way they say it, it's almost seems like they judging those that are not. You know, very often it comes off that way. Or you will see a guy saying, I'm all natural, you know, drug-free, all natty or whatever. Like, they emphasize that as to criticize. But then again, you're looking up to the freaks who are not. You know, yeah. you're buying tickets to the Olympia or, you know, buying, you know, uh, pay-per-views because you want to see the freakiest, the biggest guys. And I noticed even... You know, uh, those are the guys that are always getting the most publicity. Those are the guys who are more more in demand for gas posing. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys that everybody wants to see. So, you know, I think it would be a very, very interesting topic to once, like, uh, just discuss, you know, the benefits or, you know, ver- uh, vegans versus, you know, more traditional meat eating, you know, and, uh, you know, w- what is behind it and pros and cons, so to speak. But it is a very interesting topic. Agreed. All right. Next uh, from the list of questions that we had last week. Uh, Robbie, will Double Impact ever come back? Um, maybe. I don't know. They kept, you know, especially with everything that's going on in the industry, like I said, I'm very, very, very much like hesitant to say anything because with Assassin, clearly, you know, we are behind about six weeks. So with Double Impact, it was never intention to have it as a regular Apollo pre-workout. Yeah. But um, um, I think there is a very, very good chance that it will make a make an appearance uh, sometime, maybe soon. 
uh, definitely not rolling it out of the question, but I'm not willing to commit. Okay. Uh, this is one I feel like Robbie could go off on for a day and a half. Does it matter where <laughs> supplements are manufactured and why nobody discloses that info? Uh, I think, you know what, like when, when you go, for example, to Russia, it, it's, it's very, very common and not just supplements, but pretty much almost in any industry, it will say sometimes on a label like manufactured by for, you know, Lucas is obviously very familiar with it. I'm sure that in Poland, probably not a big deal to know where it's manufactured. Yeah, I, I, I think that. I think it gives you credibility. Honestly, I think it gives you credibility where you manufacture. You don't have to disclose it. I think it's a personal choice. I'm not against it one way or the other. It yeah. just, it, I'm always like a little bit surprised where people go like, oh, I can't tell you where I manufacture. <laughs> Why not? I'm more than willing to say where I manufacture. I'm kind of proud of it. I'm more embarrassed where I used to manufacture, mm -hmm. which I'm also willing to always disclose and the reasons why I left those manufacturers as to number one because i'm proud that i no longer work with uh, you know people that either cheat or scammers or under those products i mean we know there are those manufacturers that exist that are you know violating those uh um you know rules or you know they, they're not about integrity they know they're not about like quality and i think it's very important because you i think that you know like us within the industry we know some very very shady manufacturers we do so if yeah. somebody gives you a container and says you know what it's manufactured by that manufacturer um you know you're going to be hesitant to take it because uh, the trust is just not there so i think that i'm not saying it should be you know law or rule that you know you have to disclose but i don't think that the company should be hiding where they're manufacturing i think that you know if you really have a good product you know, be proud of it. Yeah. On top of that, I would like to add that you would, it's, it's, it's good to uh, check up with other, you know, people in the industry and just, if you're going with one manufacturer, just like ask questions before like doing any business or anything like that. Plus, you know, always, always demand samples and those kind of things. But at the same time, be smart, you know, about who you're working with and as Robic said, you know, you learn on your own mistakes. So, yeah. Agreed. <clears throat> okay. Another bonfire topic. How corrupted is the supplements industry? <laughs> uh, just, look, just look at me. Uh, you got your answer. I, 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 I think we just answered pretty much, you know, with the, with the first question because, I, you know what? I mean, to play devil's advocate, I think that most industries are corrupted. I think, you know what? It's just that it happens to be that we are part of this one. So, you know, we can see the ins and outs and some of them are absolutely disgusting. But I think like, you know, I mean, every business, every industry, you know, I worked in maybe two or three industries prior to the supplement industry. And I've seen things that are really, really are bad. I mean, you know, especially I can only imagine what's going on in food industry. Um, I, but, you know, I mean, if the, the, the question is only about supplement industry, it's very corrupted. I mean, ranging from manufacturers to brands, you know, to review channels, to uh, sales reps, to even retailer stores. I mean, it's extremely corrupted, you know, for a buck, they're willing to do pretty much anything. Um, You're not hinting that review channels get paid to do positive reviews, are you, Robbie? Oh, not at all. 
not at all. You know what? It's funny because just today um, I got a message from uh, from a friend. He's a retailer in Australia, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, on a certain channel, he saw a top three, I think, pre workouts or something like that. To be honest with you, I don't even know uh, what three top three pre workouts are there. I mean, I didn't I didn't look it up, but yeah. he told me that he saw the list of the top three pre workouts, something middle of the year or something like that. I don't know what it was. And he goes to me, he says, it, he goes to me, it's absolutely disgusting. I, again, I don't know which pre-workouts he was talking about. Mm -hmm. He just sent me uh, a message. And it goes to me that he actually questioned the, the channel about it because he goes like, like, what the fuck? There are so many good releases. How these are top three based on what? And, you know, he asked me and I was like, without even looking what they are, we all know based on what i mean like like listen it's not a secret anymore yeah. you you know we, we, we i think that uh just recently and i got a lot of messages about it when i saw amfit you know uh post that they selling the protein or something like for 20 bucks or 50 bucks or yeah something that was the like link that. i sent you the picture of it yeah yeah for that, like 10 bucks for like 10 but yeah 9.95 i mean it's pretty good quality i mean you can't say that it's it's a i think it's a isolate it's pretty loaded it's a huge container mm -hmm. so for yeah, 10 we, use, we went through a whole tub of it here yeah for for 10 bucks it's a, it's an absolute steal but uh you know that's a brand amfit was a brand two years ago that price they yeah that price plow called uh new brand of the year you know they had guys Cisternino, they had uh steve Lorius. i know they have a they had a financial backing because it's owned by a Pharmaceutical, giant, pharmaceutical gi giant pharmaceutical company out of China. So, you know, the company is done. I mean, they they gone. But somehow, you know, breakthrough company of the year, just because they paid price plow, they were announced best brand, best brand, new uh, new brand of the year, which obviously, you know, was not true. So, you know, I mean, it's basically you can buy yourself a title. You can buy yourself best pre-workout or best whatever of the year. And yes, there are those channels that will probably have it on a menu just like you go to a restaurant you just have to pay for it and you're gonna get it and if somebody's gonna pay more then he's gonna get it it's not fair but um i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing you know why because everybody by now everybody knows the truth yeah so i i don't think that anyone is taking it seriously you know if it was taken seriously then yes it's a problem but you know and, and it's not just because shane is part of the final scoop but when you have things like you know the the expo that he has right now which is i think is a phenomenal and very very original idea yes. yep. i think it's absolutely amazing it helps the industry you know so babyface did right i mean he really you know despite eating vegetables he's actually a very bright mind you know and and his reviews are <laughs> his reviews are spot on and I think you know if we have uh, if we have somebody like that within the industry, and Shane is not the only one. There are a couple of very very good ones. But if we have somebody like that, then um, those um, negative you know people that are profiting from the industry are doing shady shit. You know those paper review channels. I you know what I mean. You can see me like a year ago. I would go off and I would be very very angry about it. I'm not. And the reason is, is because I actually take pride in it in a way, because I think I helped expose them as well and kind of like open people's eyes, you know, let them do what they do. I think the credibility is going down and uh, it's it's a it's a dirty part of the industry. 
but it's a dirty part, I think, of any industry. So we just have to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, everything. Humans are inherently flawed. Anything that is run, organized, structured by humans is going to have its downside. So it's going to have. There's going to be corruption. There's going to be bad things. Something, the Catholic Church. Something that is supposed to be, you know, instill good morality. Good. Oh. There's been horrible stuff in the Catholic Church. There's been horrible stuff in every other religious practice, right. of course. Everything, everything that is has involvement of humans will have its bad spots. There's also very good spots. Shane's one of the great things about the industry. Apollo Nutrition is a great thing about the industry. There's tons of good companies. Ghost is a good company. Morphogen, Inspired Nutrition. There are so many great companies out there. Don't we? We try to. We want to recognize the bad to help you guys avoid it, but we don't want to always just focus on the bad because there are so many great things out there. Um, and that's you know part of the reason I started the podcast was to highlight the good stuff and steer people away from the bad things. So we we get mired down in a lot of the bullshit of the industry and the negative aspect, but always try to find. I think that's something that Shane's always really good about is always kind of bringing us back to to center because we can kind of get you know maybe maybe me and Robbie tend to get a little bit more amped up and you know like to knock shit down and break it down. Um, and I think Lucas is the eternal optimist. He's always looking for something new to try or like find. You know, he's the biggest supplement fan. I've ever seen of, of anybody. He gets excited by new ingredients like nobody's business. You always want to try it. And I think Shane does a, does a phenomenal job of always finding like the positive light or something or helping us, you know, us maybe approach it from a different aspect. Maybe it's because you live below the equator and we're all above the equator over here. So maybe maybe that's it too. It's just your, your internal wiring is different than ours. Well, the toilet water spins the other way, remember? I know. It's crazy. I don't you know see, how you guys put up with that. The one thing I'd note though is this: see, it, the the only downside to having a downside mm -hmm. is that it's it doesn't take much for you to notice that. Like if you went to the same restaurant every day for the whole year and you were like, "This is great, best, yeah. pretty good food," not the greatest, it's just average. But then you had one day where you went and it made you shit yourself on the way out, right? You're just walking and you shit your pants. You're like, "Well, yeah. fuck, I'm not going there again." Yep. You're almost going to lose. You lose all 365 days of trust with one. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the, the bad part about the supplement industry is that people will say shit like creatine does this, caffeine does this, all these great ingredients and supplements. But then someone puts drugs in their shit and then people just go, well, no, I don't want to take supplements because there's drugs in there. But they just heard one story. Right. And it works with a lot of things. Like people, I, I think I brought it up here before. Someone asked me, he said, why did you share this story? Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, it's a great new product. It's cool that they released it. And he's just like, oh, they paid you. And I was like, no, they don't pay me. And he's like, of course they paid you. You're like the biggest news source and they're one of the biggest brands. And I was like, no, they didn't pay me. He's like, I refuse to believe that. And it's not necessarily like it sounds like I could have probably shown him my bank statement and he still wouldn't have fucking believed me. But the thing is, is like, it's not necessarily his fault. It just means that he's seen too many times where yeah. people have paid and he just can't believe it because it's just so unlikely. Right. And that's, I guess, the, the, the downside of having some corruption is it makes it harder for people who aren't necessarily doing those sorts of things. Correct. Like, seem like they're not. Yeah. So you kind of have to go out of your way to like, <clears throat> you know, like when you have a bad meal and they say, oh, look, it was a mistake. We're going to give you a voucher. You can have a free meal or something. So you got to try and go out of your way to make it seem like, you know, it's just yeah. the odd one that's bad. Not not all. Not everyone. That Correct. would be the only downside. 
I, I, I think that Chanel, that I mean, Cuckoo, yeah, it's a great point because the thing is, is that I'll, uh, you know what, uh, I, I guess it's a confession time. I before I knew who Shane was, before I, I even like, you know, talked to him or anything like that, to be honest with you, I thought, because again, a disclaimer, I didn't know who Shane was. I only heard about Stacked. But honestly, like for me, I thought of Stacked as probably on the same level as uh, the other channel, uh, because just guilty by association, well, not even by association, but being in the same industry. So just like that guy who, you know, assumed or accused Chain of, you know, getting paid, I would probably assume the same thing. Not probably, most definitely I would assume this. Uh, now, you know, knowing Shane for, for so long, talking to him on a, on a weekly basis, whether it's, you know, here or we talk on the phone or we message each other, I know that it, I've, it's, it's absolutely not true. But the thing is, is that, and this is probably the saddest thing about industry, because when somebody comes in, you know, if somebody is a scumbag and, you know, gets paid to lie, then whoever is in that industry or does similar thing, reports news or stuff like that, mm -hmm. then uh, it's inevitable that, you know, ever, you know, that they're going to think of you the same way or assume that, you know, you're doing the same thing, especially mm -hmm. considering that Stack is probably not probably, definitely the biggest platform in the supplement industry. So people would make assumption without getting to know the person behind it, you know, and how the how the site operates. And it is it is very, very, very unfortunate. But at the same time, I think what Robert said is uh, also spot on. We can't we, we have to I think we have to maybe like I said, you know, after a year or so of us doing this, um, I am I'm still aggressive, but I'm not aggressive to in regard like I was before, just because I, I came to accept that the bet is not going to go anywhere. It's going to be there. It's it's going to mm -hmm. stay, you know, just like maybe being naive. I assumed that proprietary blends and all that crap that was, uh, you know, predominantly on the market years ago. I honestly thought, you know, when Jim Stepani started the whole thing, you know, and, you know, companies like Morphogen and Apollon. And I honestly thought that we're going to defeat them and they're going to be the thing of our past. Yeah. But just recently, uh, a certain supplement owner told me, he actually told me that although he has fully disclosed label, he's considering changing to proprietary blend because uh, in his words, he wants to protect the formula. I mean, clearly, I disagree. Clearly, you know, I will never be convinced of that. To me, proprietary blend is always going to be a scam and a way to cut cost. I mean, that's nobody will be able to convince me otherwise ever. I wouldn't even get into that discussion. But the bottom line is proprietary blends are not going anywhere. They will be present in some capacity. But I think, you know, because we are, you know, I'm not just a supplement owner and, you know, you're not just, uh, you know, people from the industry. But what we are doing here, it is our kind of responsibility, I guess. Or, you know, I mean, I will still come down on those companies. I'm still I will still criticize them. I will still point out because I think that's the right thing to do. But at the same time, I know I'm not going to win the battle. If I can win a fight, I'll be very, very happy. But to win the war, I don't think it's possible because, you know, we had uh, Nazis and, you know, and then now we have Taliban, bad people, bad organizations, bad, you know, bad seats. They will never go away. It's just part of, you know, part of 
life and there is nothing you can do. Uh, we can point it out, but at the you same time... You conveniently left out your, your brethren, the commies. <laughs> That's convenient. It's convenient, convenient right? Uh, but, but the thing is, is like what you said, you were right. We can focus on doing what we do. You know, which is like, you know, just uh, doing the right thing and that's it. But at the same time, you know, just balancing it out. But in terms of industry being corrupted, just like any other industry. Yeah. Uh, Kuntal, would love to hear more about that. Can you be a little bit more specific? We've touched on a couple of things with your initial response. Kuntal, what, what would you like to hear more about? And we can definitely address it further or save it for next week's episode or something. Uh, Sean, cupping is all about the release. Everything is about the release. Sean, you need to get laid. <laughs> well, he's older than us. Does, is, is all his plumbing work and everything? I want to make sure well, he's still, still I just, I'm just pointing Wait, the, the, is he? How old is he? He's older than us. Who's? Are you saying Robic as well? I think so. I think Sean's older than Robbie. I mean, he looks 70, but I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Sean. Sorry. Timothy, happy Saturday. Great info as always. Thank you for watching, Timothy. We appreciate it, sir. Thanks a lot. Fitness Informant did the first quarter awards. Oops. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I did that. First first quarter? Yeah. First quarter awards. Was that like was it like January to March or something? something? Yeah. It's usually what a quarter is. It's usually the, the you know fourth of the, the year. Yeah, but aren't we? Yeah, like... I know, but we're almost in the third. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Is it is it first quarter or first half? I think this is the first half, but maybe yeah. it's first quarter. I, I don't know. I think it was the half of the year. First half of yeah. the year. Half would make sense. Yeah. Brooke, I checked out the expo, Shane. Very well done. I liked it a lot. It is cool to get inside on the new releases. Shane, don't let your head get too big. You're allowed one compliment a show. And you've had two this time. Yeah, so many, she, said we're, she said we're beautiful. I know. So many oh. chicks at the expo. Wow. So good. <laughs> Got so many fit chicks at the stack. I need, I need, I need, a, I, need a, I need to go old school and have it so that, like, on your cursor on your mouse, there's like a naked chick just dancing <laughs> on front of it, on top of it. Like, you know how like those old websites used to have like little uh, logos. We just have like a yeah, yep. just just a just a chick, just animated gif, just replaying. Dancing. Or do Dancing the uh, get the get the bang girls like the VPX bang girls just have that like a little video of that streaming on the side of the whole stack. I VPX thought button. about doing background music and I was like, don't do it. Like just as like part of like like uh, like that traditional supplement expo. Just so when you enter the site, you're just sitting there on the train or on the bus or taking a shit, and then it just boom, this music just blows out and you just lose your shit. And I was like, nah, don't do that. That's dumb. As cool as it would be yeah. and funny, it's a bit, bit cliche. Yeah. Well, the Apollo sleep formula be capture powder. Well, you know, de dealing with robbers and fucking his ingredients when he piles up so much shit, that would be like 150 capsules, so it's going to be powder. Yeah, so oh, yeah. we can get it to taste decently, mm. then yeah, if, if not, we'll do we'll do caps and we'll just cut some ingredients or dosages or something. Uh, don't cut anything. Yeah, yeah don't cut anything. What's wrong with you? Matt is lying. You know what? When it comes to like to uh, sleep uh, sleep powder, it doesn't taste good. It's I personally, yeah, I personally always go with the, with the powder instead of caps. So yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I mean, we're always going to say that. Don't cut anything. Yeah, that's, don't cut just, anything. that's just the motto for life. If the you're gonna like the flavor, the, oh, 
Roger is full of shit. He's not going to cut. He's just going to add. Remember what Grandpa TJO used to say. Fuck your flavor. <laughs> yeah. Bogdan. Is it is he uh, saying Bogdan yeah. or Bogdan? What's what's the proper way to say this? I don't want to butcher his name. I, I know that in Ukraine uh, the name was pretty popular, but it was Bogdan. Yeah. Bogdan. Okay. Yeah. How do you pronounce the last name? Didn't you? Stingachu. It sounds it sounds like Bogdan is Romanian, I think. Thoughts on dedicated nutrition? Want to give Vasodrive AP a try? Well, first off, I love Vasodrive AP as an ingredient. Anything from New Dedicated is good. I will say that. And they're they were brand of the they were brand of the year winner back in. That's what he said. That's exactly what he said. They don't. I mean, they they're pretty fucking. Good pretty job, good. guys. You called it Romanian. Romanian. Mm. Okay. Formulas are. Formulas are loaded, and yeah, it's, it's, it's among my favorite companies too. So yeah, yeah, they're solid. Uh, the rock bars they did are phenomenal. Oh man, uh, so not good. many people not not many people know, <laughs> but Dedicated is a Canadian brand, not uh, U.S. or European. So yeah, we know, but like, see, this is a this is a fucking Etienne said that to me. He's like, oh, it's a Canadian brand. I was like, yeah, but see. My, my argument there is, look, you became popular in Europe, right? Became popular in Europe. You, you, you were available in Europe wider than anywhere else. I would say European brand. And I always, no, one really, no one really complained anyway. When I speak with uncle, I always say, you know, I need to give a shout out to Canada. So, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. You have to. When, when you're talking to him, you say, oh, yeah. Canadian brand. Yeah, yeah my bad. Yeah, it's Canada. <laughs> But anyone that asks, because it was it wasn't even in Canada before Europe, was it? No. Yeah. See, it first got launched in in Europe. That was like a big hit, and then because I remember, I remember when he said to me, "It's like it's a Canadian brand." I'm like, "Excuse me for being confused when you launched <laughs> the entire continent of Europe, but not fucking Canada." Yeah. But so I guess brand. it's something like. Does anybody think MuscleTech's a Canadian brand? No, but they're in no. Canada too. Hell no. So. Hell no. Poor Canada, yeah. getting their shit stolen from them. <laughs> yeah, so so many good brands out there, to be honest. Let me see what's in the actual VasoGrow formula from Dedicated Nutrition. Uh, I'm trying to remember which one. It's the ultimate high-dose 24-7 nitrate-based muscle builder on the planet. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is I thought this was interesting that they took that approach on this. It's the, it's the old-school BSN Nitrix pump pr approach. Like, it was pumps 24 7 not like just for your workout it's like something you take it reminds me a lot of uh one of morphogen's ones they do like a blood flow yeah 24 hour hot. thing this is kind of you take uh a serving uh in the morning and serving yeah uh, did, did you notice very interesting the vasogro is uh it's um uh, that drive is 267 i've never seen 267 no, it's usually two fifty four or five. Yeah, or eight. it's usually two fifty four. That's very interesting. Those. Yeah, yeah but it's, I mean, maybe that's as much as they can fit in there within the confines of their their pricing or, or capsule size or something. You take it twice a day as well, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. four capsules. There's fifty morning, per uh, container. Four bud. Yeah. That was this was the interesting thing on this one as well that they outlined the nitrate. That was one of the first products I've seen that actually outlines the precise breakdown. Yeah. 
Well, it's the, in Europe, so I think they have to. Nope. No, I don't. I don't think so. They don't have to. Oh, They've yeah. had they had a they had a nitrate in another product and didn't do it. Okay. This yeah. was the first. This was one of the first ones, and I was like, "Damn." Yeah, I mean, this is a, a super super solid, well dosed uh, product. On point. Up for trying this one. Really good. Yep. I still wanted a uh, a pump pre because I know this isn't necessarily intended to be that, but when they did, they was it unbreakable. Unstoppable and unbreakable, unbeatable, unbeatable. Yeah, and they had set it up to be like performance pump and pre. Mm. Yeah. Still to this day, I would like to see that stack come to life. Maybe when the world opens up, Etienne can get onto it. Maybe so. Maybe so. I'll work on that. Okay. Uh, here we go. Why the hate on S7? I think that's uh, that's for you. It's definitely for you. It's a dog shit ingredient. Number one. Do you remember who sent this to you, Robbie? This is I pulled this from the list of questions that you had that you sent me last week. Why do I want to say it's? Uh... Ah, fuck. I have to look it up. But I, I think it's actually a friend of mine who owns a supplement store. Okay. Because that had to do, I don't know if I should say it, but I think it had to do with um, uh, Dragon Pharma. I think because we were talking about uh, the um, pre-workout and, he was, uh, and he, was sa- he was asking me what I think about it. I was like, it looks okay to me. I mean, I'm not f- super impressed, but at the same time, I think it looks fairly good. Mm-hmm. And he and I think S seven is in there. I said, well, except probably S seven. <laughs> and he goes to me. He says, your friend Robert hates it. So he goes, why the hate on S seven? I think that was it. Okay, so this is an example of where you take an ingredient that might be beneficial, might be, might be, and it gets it's there's founded by one study, and it's a dog shit study. The results of the study got massively overblown by the companies. <laughs> Both uh, futureceuticals and uh, the supplement companies that were putting it in their products, they were saying 230% increase in nitric oxide production. No, that's not what the study said. Um, there were a total of eight people in the entire study. Eight people, that's it. So they did it. It was a double blinded placebo controlled crossover study. So they had the people that had half the people take it, then they gave them a break. And then the people that didn't take it the first time took it, took it and then the other people took a placebo it did show improvements in nitric oxide production. However, it, this isn't some novel mechanism or anything like that. There's nothing special to S7. It's 50 milligrams of broccoli powder and a bunch of other little shit. And it's, I've got the study pulled up here. Um, you know, a lot of this polyphenols boosting blood flow is a very viable mechanism, you know, reduces reactive oxygen species in the body. Um, combats free radicals, increases endothelial nitric oxide synthase, improves blood flow. I mean, this is why things like grapeseed extract work well, uh, pomegranate, uh, vaso-6, cardio-6, all of those things. That's why they work. It's these polyphenols that are naturally occurring in there. It's the fact that these things, the results of this study were so overblown, and the companies were trying to highlight this as the next, it's like God's gift to pump supplements, saying 230% nitric oxide, powerful pump, skin-splitting pumps, blah, blah, blah. You, there's no way this is more powerful than six grams of citrulline or a gram and a half of nitrosogene. It just doesn't work that way. So you want to see what's actually in the little 50 milligrams of broccoli powder that you're getting here. 
you're getting 13.2 milligrams of chlorogenic acids, which you can get from black coffee, 18.4 milligrams of catechins, which are in green tea, 9.2 grams of EGCG, 1.7 milligrams of caffeine, uh, anthocyanins, uh, 52.5, which you're going to find in the dark colored fruits like pomegranate, blueberries, blackberries, all that stuff. Uh, trigonellin, uh, curcumin, 2.1 milligrams of that. And so total polyphenols, 34.4, not, not a ton. So, I mean, you're going to get more overall, I think from 300, 600 milligrams of vaso six or grapeseed extract or, um, pomegranate extract, any of those. I just, I hate the way this was marketed. I cannot stand the way it was just, it was blown out of proportion. It's, it's a dog shit ingredient and backed by a, a, an even shittier study. Eight subjects is, is not enough to, to quantify anything in my opinion. And the, the metrics they were using, it wasn't performed on people that were training, wasn't exercise individuals or anything. So to think that it's going to improve exercise, uh-uh. you can't say it's going to boost endurance and do all of that stuff. It's an extrapolation of an extrapolation of a shitty study. So that's why I hate us. Well, that was nice. Yeah. Amen. So, uh, yeah. All right. I took it, but I mean, I just didn't really. Right. And there were so many people that, like, you'd go on some of the forums and you'd say, oh, it's F7 is this revolution ingredient. I can definitely see it's working. When it's in a pump formula with eight other pump ingredients, so you've got glycerol, taurine, citrulline, nitrosity, and agatine, when you've got all these other things in there and you add 50 milligrams of S7, you, yeah. you really notice NFS 7s doing the, the the work there? No, not even close. Oh man, I'm, I'm feisty today. I apologize, gentlemen. <laughs> well, you started you started off a bit feisty, so yeah, it's, yeah I you kind of set the tone. It's the feistiest I've ever seen you. So that, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I I don't enjoy being like that. I like being you know the cool, mild mannered individual. I mean, steady with the word cool, but you know, we're just. Cool for an ingredient nerd. Cool for an ingredient nerd. We'll put it that way. Uh, is there anything special planned for the final scoop anniversary? Huh. That's next week, gentlemen. What are we doing? It is. We got to figure. We haven't figured out what we're doing yet. So I guess that that's the first thing. We we don't know what we're doing yet. Well, I'm limited on what I can do. I'm waking up at six in the morning. Yeah. So if we want to eat. I'm literally going to have to go and drive to get it. Wait, hold on. Wait, so maybe I'll see what's on Uber Eats. I don't know. What, I don't think anything opens at fucking six. It's a ridiculous time. On a Sunday like, morning. 24-hour diners or anything down there? This ain't America, bro. This is... this is. It's the old country. Yeah, man. I remember when I met Chris from Inspired once, and he uh -huh. saw my phone. And my phone's legit, right? It's... I buy Android phone, and he said, "Oh, don't they have iPhones in New Zealand?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Dude, I understand. I mean, I'm not a fan of iPhones, but he obviously thought that New Zealand was so far away that we don't get fucking phones." And I'm like, "Dude, this isn't this. What do you th what do you think this is?" No, you're still on, get... you're still using like the old Zach Morris phone. Yeah, let me get my Nokia. <laughs> Nokia thing with yeah. the bracket that's sticking way out there. I had a legit like upmarket Android phone and he whips out that. I was like, I don't know if it was a knock on his like idea of anything outside of an iPhone, but yeah. the fact that he related it to where I was from, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, yes, the, but we also we get movies before a lot of other countries. Like we got Fast Fast and Furious Nine last uh, this week. Did you I'm watch sure it? You get, 
I did. I did. Do you give it two thumbs up? Did you lose your balls to it? Look, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll give it a short review without giving a full review. Spoiler. When you when you go to watch Fast and the Furious, you you want to lose your balls, right? That's what you're going there for. Yeah. And you have to forget some physics and rules and reality to watch mm-hmm. this right because right. when i took my wife for the first time if you i think it's fast and furious six or seven the one where they're on the runway and they're trying to board the plane yeah and they're boarding this plane for like 10 15 minutes right and you're watching this and my wife goes this runway is fucking long and i was like oh yeah they've been driving straight down this runway for 15 minutes <laughs> they should have hit the fucking end <laughs> and then it blows up and then the plane is at the end and i'm like well that's convenient I feel like this runway was longer than it was was meant to be. Anyway, so you you have to forget these things. In this movie, I'm pretty out there, right? I can mm-hmm. forget some reality. They probably pushed it a bit too far. Right. <laughs> like, a bit too far to the point, like, when you walk in the fine line of reality and stupidity, Yeah. you, need, you can't tip over, because then it just seems dumb. Right. The, they they were on the other side. They were on the dumb side a bit too much, yeah. and I think they were doing it too often. That you could probably go into this movie and be like, "Well, this is just strange." Yeah, but yeah, I liked it. It's not it's not my favorite of the of the series, but mm-hmm. I'd still I don't regret it. Yeah, but they I did. Just, they I, definitely I, I, pushed I mean, it a bit. I, I, I love action movies. They're, they're one of my favorite genres to watch. Sandy and I have been going back and watching old 80s and 90s action movies as of late. So last week we watched Face Off and we watched the original Speed. You want to see somebody like watch like stretch the, the limits of like physics and stuff. You see the bus fly off the ramp and land. And, okay. and like you mentioned, like <laughs> driving on like a, a, a runway forever. They do that in Speed. You're thinking they should have run. No, but he turns time. around. He turns around. You think, but then they're also bleeding gasoline the whole time. You thought you probably should have drained that tank by now, considering you've already been driving for two and a half hours hey, at man. 55 miles an hour. Okay, but you've seen the trailer for Fast and Furious Nine, right? Yeah. yeah. He drives off a cliff, turns the wheel, and catches a rope on his tire, <laughs> and then it slingshots him up to the top of the. Yeah. That's the first. That's the. That's like the first thirty minutes. Okay, that's not even the most outrageous thing that happens. Okay, the, it, yeah. And the thing is, is when they set the tone with that, and you're like, "That's a bit unreal." You're then going to be open to everything else that's unreal in this entire movie, right? And me and my wife sat there afterwards, and we're like, "Well, this was not right. This wasn't right." And we're like, "We're picking holes in something that obviously doesn't care." Right. But yeah, it's fun. That's all. That's that's what movies are supposed to be. I don't need social commentary. I tell you, I tell you what, Fast and Furious entertainment. Fast and Furious Nine makes Speed look like a fucking uh, I don't know, Discovery show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is, you you uh, know, uh, I, I think that uh, the reason why Speed was a little bit more accepted was the fact that it was just like you know, I mean, they had the part two, which was horrible, but the first one. Yeah. Yeah. It was what it was, you know, so we accepted it as such. You know, yeah. it's the same thing as John Wick. I mean, if you try to break it, like, you know, bit by bit, then you realize, okay, this is ridiculous. But because from the get-go, it doesn't hide what the movie is. You know, it just gives yeah. it to you, well, take it or leave it. This is what we are presenting you with. Right. And yeah. I think, you know, that audience is accepting it. And then you have, like, okay, you know what? John Wick is John Wick. 
no problem with that. Speed is speed, no problem with that. Die Hard, you know, especially the first three, they were basically like, you know, they, they were pretty much the same movie mm-hmm. and everybody loved the concept. Right. I think that, and, and it's funny because, you know, Shane brought it up about Fast and Furious. We just had a discussion about it a few days ago and I said, I'm not looking forward to number nine. And everybody went like, like, what do you mean? I was like, well, the thing is, is, is it's not it's not Fast and Furious anymore. It's just, it's not. If you go back and you watch the very first one, you know, it was a completely different concept. It was a completely different movie. And yeah. the way it was presented, you know, people fell in love with it. And then you had like number two, number three, somewhere around fourth, fifth, you know, they started to kind of like change. And I'm not saying for the worse or whatever, but they started to change the concept completely. And with each and every one, it was more ridiculous and more ridiculous yeah. and more ridiculous. And I yeah. think I do have, you know, it's not to sound boring, but I have a problem with that because, you know, Fast and Furious right now, it kind of like is more than, it's more like James Bond meets uh, Mission, Mission Impossible. That's mm-hmm. what it is today, you know. Like when we see James Bond, he's, he's about to die, but he survives. Or Tom Cruise jumps from one plane to another plane or something like that. It's totally cool. Because we accept it, you know, that's what those movies represent. Now, when you see Fast and Furious, like, okay, hold on a second. Like, the first movie was completely different concept. You went, either you evolved with times, you know, like maybe to get more audiences. And again, I'm just being stupid right now because clearly they're super, super, super successful. So who am I to say otherwise? And people accept it. But, you know, I haven't seen Nine, but I know that I'm going to like it. You know, if I've got to check my brain outside the theater, I'm you, definitely... You, you might you might not like it. You know, I, I, I might like it. But at the end of the day, I was like, uh, I know that I'm not going to enjoy it as much as I used to enjoy the first few. Yeah. Well, first, just, it it three, went too far. It went too if you, far. If you remember the first three, they did the three and then they stopped. Right? Yeah. And then it was like, it was done. And mm-hmm. then I think maybe it wasn't doing as well. And they did the fourth and that's when they bought in that the whole action spy yeah, turning like a super spy like i have a hard then, time believing street racers morph into like the super spy team overnight you see, that's, that's why the, like that's, that's, never that's the thing that's the thing though like that part is like the james bond thing and the yeah. speed thing like it's believable to the point where it's like okay i can get past that yeah. but when you start like some of the shit they do in this and you're just like no 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 look i'm dumb but i ain't that it's just that it gets okay. exactly but my point is you would accept it in a different movie in a different setting you know like when you see superheroes or stuff like that you know and you expect that they're gonna do shit that is obviously not realistic yeah. but it's only acceptable to you over here that's the reason why you reacted that way and i 100 agree with you you like pause for a second like you said you go like okay too far when you watch it when you watch it, you'll know exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. Oh, I, I, go, yeah. See, superheroes, superheroes are believable as well because it's like, okay, he's a hero. Okay, so he can do anything. But this is a car and a man. Okay, <laughs> this is not. This is not. This is not. There's nothing else to it. You can't do that. You yeah. definitely can't do some of that shit. You know, maybe if they're going to release, like, you know, I, I mean, I know that they're about to finish the franchise, but if they're yeah. going to continue, the only thing that came to mind because of, you know, because of our podcast today, the only thing is, like, one car is going to do cupping for the other car. 
they, they, that's the only thing left to do. They are. Do- I thought they were doing one or two more. Okay. Yeah, they're I, doing ten and eleven, and they, they. I think they're filming them back to back or simultaneously, and then they're gonna. And that'll I, be I, it. I, I thought they were stopping at ten. They want to do eleven. No, I, I think that they said they they having like a two part series yeah. or something. Christ, it's like, it's like a, like a ten and a B. Oh, I mean, you, as dumb as it sounds, I mean, you can't argue with a billion dollars, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how, honestly. How, how much longer dumb. you can build this cow? Jesus Christ. I'm not going to lie. As, as dumb as it is, like at some of the part, parts, if you told me, like, look, you make this movie, you'll times your money by five. And I'd be like, well, I'm just going to make it fucking dumber then, right? Because yeah. it worked before. Yeah. <laughs> Keep working. Yeah. And then the, the, the excitement of the last two, people will probably pay twice as much to see because it's the last one. Correct. It reminds me of our industry, extreme, hardcore. Yeah, yeah man. Ultra well, hardcore. Just wait, just wait in another five years, Shane. By 2025, they're going to reboot Fast and Furious with a whole new cast probably because yeah. Hollywood is out of original ideas. They're just going to be rebooting and rehashing old ideas. But they're going to do something revolutionary, make it with like an oh, all-female cast and a guy who feels bad about himself. Or just to, just they'll make it like with everything. super like um, like emo and like grungy and they'll yeah. have extra emotions and dark contrast and the cars will be, I don't know, all black and white. Eco-friendly. They'll be battery-powered eco-friendly. <laughs> well, they, they say that The Rock and, uh, and Vin Diesel, they don't have the greatest relationship. And I think... Yeah, because he's to... not... That pissed me off, man. I know that. I remember reading about it, but I was Wait, like, what's fuck... Because that's why the because the Rock went out and did that one with Jason Statham that spinoff movie. Yeah, and then then it was like on social media about like uh someone said something about splitting up the family or some shit. I don't know. And I think Vin Diesel and the Rock also had something on set. I don't know the details of, it, but they know they don't like each other that much. Yeah. And since Fast and the Furious is Vin Diesel's, he's not in this. The Rock's not in this one. Right. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if he was in the last one either. But I was like, the fuck, man. And Fast and the Furious 5 or 6, I'm pretty sure it's 5. That He was the one that really, really, really revitalized it. Because yeah. when they brought it back after the break, he wasn't in it. That was number 4. And then number 5, The Rock was in it. And then everyone was like, fuck yeah. Juice. Yeah. This this is the shit. And and he yeah. just brought it way up. And Zoa. now they took him out. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I think some of that Zoa. I, 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 I bought four cans. Shane, they have them here at, at the grocery store. I bought all four of them. We're going to review that this coming week. Me and Sandy are on our uh, our Thursday live chats. I wanted you to open it. I wanted, I wanted you to open it and, and drink it right now. Can't, okay, man. I'm going to save it. If you're saving it, you're seal. saving it. You don't want yeah. to buy another one. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> we got all four flavors. So there's three that are fully sugared and one that's sugar-free. So it'll be interesting. No, there, there's, Wait, nothing, there's nothing. There's nothing. Bullshit. There's five flavors in there. Our store only had four that I could find. Oh man, they sold out. God damn. Maybe so. Maybe so. I never got the uh, the sugar version. I refused to have that many carbs in a day. <laughs> well, we were gonna make a crack about that. We probably still every will. Time, every time I'm going on the Facebook, there's like a ad that says that you know it it was rated by like. You know, another like top magazine or something that's and it's like five stars or something. I'm like, come on, that guys. Kinda, that was like, kind of like what Robert said. He said. He said that like you couldn't tell if people were saying nice things because it's The Rock, right? Yeah. 
Because, mm. I mean, if he retweets or even just likes your shit. Yeah. Like, damn. That's fucking... That's cupping. Right? That's a good release. That's cupping without cum. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's, that's a dude I... That's a guy I wouldn't mind cupping. Okay? Bro, this that's, is great technology. That is... But, like, that's why you might feel that people would, like... But you feel I, the outcome. I mean, it's a, I mean, it, it's a risk though to like you know say something nice and the chance that he retweets you or whatever. But I was like, I don't understand how anyone could have said it was. I still don't understand how anyone could have said it was nice. I don't. I don't know. If you were completely basing it on the ingredients, maybe you could say that it's a little bit different. But it's not. I didn't think that the ingredients were too different from anything else out there. They just marketed it in a different way. Like yeah. they, a lot of the core ingredients were similar to other beverages. They would say it's a health and wellness immune support thing, mm -hmm. but they don't really have too much outside of some other stuff. So I was sort of, yeah, but here's the thing. Like when you drink monster, right? For, for example, pretty much every flavor is a good flavor. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, some of them are a little bit more, some of them are a little bit less. It depends on a personal choice. But you can tell that all of them actually taste good. When you drink Zaw, and, you know, some people perceive it as hate on a brand. I mean, I fucking hate The Rock, but I do hate Zaw. I think it's disgusting. You know, uh, pretty much every flavor, just like you would say Monster, all of them are good. All the flavors of Zaw are bad. It's just some of them are not as bad as the other ones, but they're still bad. None of them, like, you you know, if you compare, you can't even, I think it would be unfair and disrespectful to compare them to Monster or Rain. Oh, hell no. It's just, like, not comparable. It's like, it's completely different. Uh, you know, the, the, the funny thing is that they both energy drinks, but Zoe is really, really bad. So among people that I know, like, you know, friends and, and people that tried, I mean, we're we talking, like, even in this group, uh, I try, uh, Lucas, did you try? Yeah, I tried to. Okay, so Lucas tried, Shane tried, I tried, my daughter tried, which is completely different age group, you know, I mean, completely different, uh, you know, taste buds and everything. She likes Doritos, you know. So at the end of the day, four people that, you know, in the media group that tried it, none of them liked it. None of them. So when you're telling me that there are people out there who actually like it, especially who is buying that? You know, hooligan, not everybody's going to buy. Just like C4, not everybody's going to buy. If you buy Zoa, that means you did buy Monster. That, that does mean that you bought Bang. That means you're in the market for energy drinks. Yeah. So you have tried good ones. There is no way in hell <laughs> I will never believe that you're actually enjoying it. So when people are posting, this, the, especially when they post this is the best, I'm sorry, no, you know what, no. I, I'm all about personal opinion, and I would never argue with you when you, if you said, you know, for example, you know, uh, Jim Stepani's pre-workout is better, in your opinion, than Hooligan, we have no problem. That's your personal opinion. If you say that Zoe is the best, you just said to me that it's better than Monster, I'm sorry, but you're full of shit. You, yeah. There is no way, that's just not possible. Yeah, agreed. I can't, to be honest... I wouldn't be surprised, much like the lion's mane thing. <laughs> I would not. I would not be surprised because you know, like how people. Does, does, does anyone here like gas water or sparkling water? I like carbonated water. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It, it tastes like fucking shit. Okay, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> it tastes like shit. Like I, 
it, it, it tastes like salty ass water. Okay. What right? do you mean? That's, the, the, the sparkling water by itself? Something like Perrier or something like one of those other things. Or, or, uh, I don't know. It all Bella tastes Green the same. Perrier, yeah. No, 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 I, no, no. Hold on, hold on. It, it doesn't taste the same. Okay. To me, whatever sparkling... All the sparkling waters I've had, the gas water specifically, when, when okay. I was in Germany and they gave me this water, it was a bit different because I obviously expected it to be normal water, not yeah. that shit. I think it tastes acidic and horrible right that's just me so i can imagine i can because i know some people love that and then i also know some people love plant-based protein powders for, for whatever reason i can see that some people might consider zoa great tasting but i don't believe the majority would so if one person comes down and says it's the best okay i can maybe maybe but if any more do then i'm like no 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 no, 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 yeah. no. It, 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 there is the chance that someone finds this somehow. Uh, under that post that The Rock... Under that post that The Rock made that they want some kind of a fucking <coughs> fake-ass price plow type of award of the best <laughs> of the best fucking energy drink, I saw thousands, thousands of people. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And the comment is one after yeah. another one. This is the best. This is the greatest. And then I get to Steve Calabrese of Natural Body. He is actually there because I guess we are friends on Facebook. He says, this needs to be at Natural Body stores. I couldn't fucking stop laughing. You know, I wanted to comment to his comment. I wanted to say, like, Steve, why would you do that to your customers? <laughs> but this thing, you want the demands there? I mean, obviously, they're not necessarily probably going to sell to someone who says it tastes like piss, are they? So you kind of, yeah. It's not like he has to say nice things. I guess I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, see, I can see maybe one person. Just yeah. How did we? How did we land here? There was a question about anniversary, <laughs> and we talked about. Oh, oh we were talking. No, no, we were talking about Fast and the Furious, and then yeah. we stumbled on the Rock, and then we stumbled from the Rock onto Zola. <laughs> That's what and, I'm saying, man. And yeah. now we're here. Oh, we circled back. Yeah. So this the. There's, there's breadcrumbs. We know where we came. Yeah. There we go. We laid them just down like Hansel and Gretel. We, we laid our path. Yeah, we us. got it. Uh, Vaso People 6 works. It. Yes, it absolutely does. With bare knuckle, I saw veins in places. I didn't know I had veins. Cupping will do that, too. You'll find new veins, too, with cupping. Or just sorry, sorry. I was just sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we were almost out of the woods. Brooke, $5 oh. donation. Thank you so much, Brooke. You are an all-star. Thanks for keeping me occupied with finishing up some overtime donation towards Sandy Sheets and Final Scoop merchandise. What are okay. Sandy Sheets? Yes, this was a topic that we uh, discussed are Thursday. Sheets dirty? What did you do? <laughs> Not again. Too much cupping. Uh, um, so we've been needing some new bed sheets for a while now. So we have a, we have a set uh, my uncle gave us. Really nice, like super high thread count. It was engraved with um, our initials. We got them as a wedding present for when we got married. Oh, damn, um, that's badass. Yeah, 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 really super. And they, they were colors like they're they're purple and gold spread because we went to LSU purple and gold. So it's dark purple sheets and like, it's got gold embroidering with our initials on it. Um, that's some intense fucking colors for a bit, I should tell you that. <laughs> yeah, man, it's deep purple. It's like eggplant kind of purple or purple kind of like my, my shirt is right now. So um, That's almost like, uh, what's his name, pimp colors. There we go, man. 
Just saying. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we've been wanting to get some, some new bed sheets for a while. And Sandy heard an advertisement um, on the radio for something called Bowl and Branch or Ball and Branch Sheets. And she said, oh, they're so good. They're supposed to be keep you nice and cool because I, I get very hot when I sleep. I don't know about you guys, but I wake up in like a full flop sweat most nights when I go to sleep. I, I, I can't, And then I end up like either going to try to sleep on the sofa or in the guest bedroom just because I need to cool off. I just get really hot. And so she right. said, oh, well, these are these are cooling sheets. They wick away the heat and all this stuff. And she says, the, the, the guy on the radio said they're the best thing ever. I said, Sandy, the guy on the radio gets paid to say they're the best. And she says, well, that's not true. And so we look up these sheets. And she says, the guy on the radio swears by him and blah, blah, blah. I said, this, this is how advertising works, honey. This is what advertising is. How much would you be willing to pay for new bed sheets that keep you nice and cool? They're super comfortable. How much would you pay for a set of bed sheets? Uh, okay, wait, 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 wait. We, I'm from a different part of the world. Lucas is from a different part of the world. How much is a regular yeah. set of sheets for your size bed? Just we so have a we king have size bed. Okay, so let, let's, I'll pull up Amazon right now, and I'll look up king size bed sheets. Okay. Now it's going to vary a little bit on the thread count. The higher the thread count, the, the more expensive it is. Okay. It's good that I was today at the farmer's market, so I, I have a glimpse overview of the, the pricing here. But, yeah. Okay. So microfiber eighteen hundred thread count sheets on Amazon thirty dollars. Um, there's another set that is uh, cotton. It is fifteen hundred thread count. It's one hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, these other king size sheets are anywhere between. Like the most expensive I'm seeing is $150 at, at this point on Amazon. Everything how, how, is between how much, 50 and that. How much would you typically spend? How much would you spend? Well, you I would spend little... somewhere in this. Like I'm, I'm going, I would probably go maybe up, upwards of $100 at most. Oh, well, I'm going to take a guess and say there's $500 for these sheets. Close. $300 for bed oh, sheets. Bowl and, let me see if I can find it. I'm Bowl not going to lie. Uh, I mean, gold sheet. I mean, these these bed sheets better do some damn fine cupping if I'm gonna pay that I, much. I was I was gonna say, oh. if 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 it pleases the wife, <laughs> it might be in your best interest to to get these breathing sheets. You can take the brook money and spend it on it. There we go. See, all right. So here we go. Oh, look at that site. Oh, that ten percent off. Look at the Jesus. serif on the font. Oh my, this is... Signature cloudy and super soft. This is the one that Sandy was looking at. This site works better than stacked. Yeah, man, yeah. look at this. It's incredibly slow. Incredibly <laughs> slow. Him to do this. There's no pop-ups. Oh. All right, come on. Come on. And you can choose you a have, color. Do you have an athlete coupon code? I would like one. <laughs> there was a 10% Let's discount. See. Let's see. California King, how much is this? How much is the price? Wait, $268. That's not $300. You will get a 10% discount. Where's the 10%? 298 There we go. 298 for the... Oh, the king. At the, at the beginning of the site. What the hell's a split king? I don't know. But I can also go with the percal, the linen, the chambray. Wait, 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 what's it? What, Lux. What's wait, the we're king? going Lux. We're going Lux. You could. This is reasonable. I thought you were going to say it's ridiculous. No, it's three hundred eighty dollars for bed sheets. Three hundred ninety-eight with a duvet set. Yes, but we have to do this. When was the last time Sandy asked for something special? I mean, her birthday is is Wednesday, and no, 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 no. birthdays don't count. 
Birthdays don't count. When was the last time she asked for something? I feel like you I need were to like, bring her in the room for this discussion. No, 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 no. hey, you don't, you don't need to look over there. When was the last time you did something outside of an occasion? Every day I do something special for my wife. I'm going to take a guess and say you haven't done anything outside of an occasion. I will get her in here right now and she will... <laughs> then she how will come you can't name me. anything? When did she last yes, come to you and say, her, I would her, like... Her I daily you... existence is a gift. Being yeah, married to, me, being married to she, me is her daily gift. She came to you and was like, look, I want to get... Don't spend $200 on some new curtains. When was the last time she did something like that and came to you? Hardly ever because she doesn't want super expensive things. Okay. Well, there you go. This is a yes. This is a yes moment. This is a hands down. This is an easy decision. It's $200 above what you would usually spend. Hold on. I was trying to call to her through the wall. Because I think she can hear. Sandy, if you can hear me, come on over. It's 200 bucks extra outside of what you would typically spend. That's well within reason if she asks for one thing every year. That's more, that, that, that's very reasonable. I would okay. see a problem I'm gonna go with that. Get, hold on, I'm going Because if you don't get it, then she's going to be upset or angry or disappointed. And she's not want to come and ask for you for anything anymore. And you want her, you want that trust. Don't be stupid, Robert. Do the right thing. Maybe we should all chip in and just buy the shoes. <laughs> yeah, we should. Now we know what to get him for his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Get Sandy a present for something for for his birthday. Maybe we can get like a whispering sheet, like Brooks. It's not about it's not about the sheet because I go on the, off the uh, idea that every now and then Nikki might want something, and I'm like, cool. Like I I get hundreds of dollars of free supplements. I occasionally buy something cool under the business, but yeah. I like that kind of stuff, and it's fortunate that it's business. So I, I believe that, you know, when she wants something odd, that might be a few hundred dollars, that's no problem, no problem with that. I just have to see it as, as much as I would like to see, like, a new stack of supplements. You know what, this will, TV this will make, her, make her day and make her happy. Yeah. So this be it. No, this is okay. a no-brainer. Okay, Robert, she said, being she, said she could you, not uh, come right now. She's putting on makeup because we're heading to uh, the Halfling's birthday. Bananas you're being a, distillery in a you're little bit. A, you're being a tight son of a bitch, and we've all agreed that you need to buy the sheets. <laughs> we probably will. It's yeah, that's what I thought. I said, I said, she says, you do enough nice stuff for me every day. I, those words were whispered in my ear as I was walking those, back. Those door. words would fade away oh, if you don't buy these sheets. Yeah. <laughs> See, Brooke understands. I would never be able to sleep. Every swish of the sheets would have spent too much money. Brooke! Uh, we answered your question. What we're gonna do for the anniversary? We're gonna buy a sheets. We're gonna buy yeah, we'll, sheets. Exactly what we're we'll, gonna we'll, do. We'll donate some money. We'll buy some sheets. <laughs> Hell yeah! Five bucks sheets. Five dollar sheets, man. Hey, yeah. I could I could get a lot of sheets on Amazon for like twenty eight bucks. I mean, yeah. It's not about the sheets, Robert. It's about doing something. There you go. <laughs> I like I like attitude here. I'm just Sh telling you. Shane, you're going to talk so much shit that, you know, at the end, Robert's going to be cupping his own balls. <laughs> no, he'll be cupping his own balls if he doesn't buy these sheets. I don't understand. This is a no brand. <laughs> if she asks for something every week or every month, maybe. But he's saying this is like a very rare occasion. Yeah. It is. Easy. Easy. I, I told I, I would, we, I'm totally down for buying them. I just I think it's an interesting talking point just to get people's. How much would you be willing to spend on a set of sheets? I have no problem doing it. Like, 
paying, we're, it's not going to put us in the poorhouse to buy the sheets. We'd be fine with that. It just, it's, I don't care about it. It just, I'm, I'm just, this is a very curious talking point. Like how much would you actually spend on sheets? That's, that's you need to, you need to overlook the sheets. Does it, it could be sheets. It could be baking goods. It could be anything. This it's is that fucking, it's, it's, this is fucking bizarre. Went from cupping to flying cars to Zoa to S7 and now to fucking sheets. Whoa, this is, saying, weird. this is Dude. weird. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, We're breaking look, barriers here, Robbie. We're all about the inclusivity of diverse topics. Now, we're definitely game changing. Oh, yes. yeah. No other supplement channel is talking about sheets. <laughs> Next week's no. episode, we're ranking the top five bed sheets of the first quarter of 2021. Oh, like I said, it's not about the sheets, it's about doing, it's about buying what she wants. That's it. Done deal. Top five bed sheets for cupping. That's what we're going to be ranking. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. We're going to wrap yeah, things up there. I've got to skedaddle. This was fun. Yes, this was thank, a lot of fun. Thank you for your uh, your time, my friends. I appreciate it. Uh, we will celebrate the big one-year anniversary next week. We'll figure out what in the hell we're going to do because we still haven't. We've been talking about this for a week and a half, and we still have no idea what we're going to do. We're going to figure out something. And we will do it next week. So, listeners tuning in on the live stream, thank you very much for participating in the in these podcasts every week. Uh, if you're catching this on the replay and you listen to this on YouTube or iTunes, feel free to leave us a review, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, email me, thesupplementengineer@gmail.com, if you have any questions or topics for a future episode, or send Robbie, Shane, Lucas a message on some other communication uh, platform of your choosing, or just leave a comment down below. And uh, we will catch you all next time on the final scoop. Thank you. Thank you.